What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. But don't go asking questions that you don't want answers to. I've got too much to say, and I'll tell it all to you, yeah. Okay, so I had a different episode planned for this week, but uh, scheduling didn't work out with my special guest, so that's going to be next week, but it's going to be a very interesting um, look into songwriters' rights, and I've, I've seen a lot of it discussed recently because of Joe Rogan and like Neil Young beef, which is a hilarious sentence in and of itself, but um, just talking about Spotify and how they pay artists and et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's going to be a really interesting episode. And I think that you guys will really like the behind the scenes kind of inside look to it because it is a really, I mean, the music industry is insane. And I'm, I've been actively in it coming to Nashville and LA for a decade now, and I still learn new things all the time. Um, it's crazy, especially being here in LA right now, because I'm, I'm still out here um, things work differently and especially like legal stuff works differently, like rights distribution. And there's, there's like ghostwriters are a thing. And I don't really think ghostwriters are a thing in Nashville, but they are a thing here. So there are people who like make money off the song, but their name isn't anywhere on it. And a lot of your favorite artists, unfortunately, take publishing credit on songs that they had nothing to do with writing. Like they didn't even change anything, but in order for them to cut it, they, have to take publishing and be able to put their name on it. And I think that's so fucked up. Um, so we're going to dive into that next week. Uh, but this week I was just like, since that fell through, um, I was going to talk about some funny stories I had dating in LA. Um, this has been really fun this particular trip because Sam is out here with me and I'm able to take him to all these like cool romantic spots in Los Angeles that I've always wanted to go to with a guy that I'm in love with. And I just have never been in love with a guy out here. Um, and the last few times him and I came, like, it was pandemic, like, era. Like, it's still very, like, it's very strict in here um, in Los Angeles. You have to wear a mask, like, 
everywhere and a show your vax card in the city of West Hollywood. You can't even show a negative test. You have to just have a vaccine card. So that's, I mean, I think that's cool. That's great. I, I don't want to get COVID right now because I'm out here for a month. And if I lost 10 days of that, uh-uh, uh-uh, can't do it. But so it's like, it's been nice. He's been able to see Los Angeles for the city that like I fell in love with. And we went to some shows and it is such a different energy out here when it comes to live music. Like Nashville is rather apathetic at live shows. Like you have to beg people to get to the front of the stage if you're at like a small show and it's like mostly industry people. Whereas like here in LA, which you'd think would be the opposite, but the A&R people are like right at the front of the front of the stage, like dancing and singing with everybody else. And I'm like, wow, people are actually enjoy live music here. That's so crazy. And like, I'd have to like pull teeth to get my friends to come to my show in Nashville if I was having one, but I'm playing the hotel cafe this Friday and all my LA friends are like, oh my God, I already got tickets. And I'm like, really? Like you want to come see me? That's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's been nice being here with him, but some of the weird stories I have. Okay. So I started coming to LA frequently when I first broke up with my ex-boyfriend after six years. And so I was like, I'm going to find myself. And I remember distinctly like my first big trip here. I went to see Third Eye Blind with Mickey Guyton and we went to this festival and it was so fucking fun. Um, and I had had a meeting at Instagram the day before and I met a guy who worked at Instagram and I thought we were being super flirty and we were talking about Third Eye Blind and he was like, oh, you should go to this festival. Like, I'd love to see you there. And I'm thinking he's kind of like asking me to go with him. He absolutely was not. Um, but I ended up buying tickets anyways and going with Mickey and he like totally ghosted me, but it was one of the best nights of my life. We had a blast. Also, homegirl is fucking singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. So that's huge news. I like almost cried when I heard about it this morning. I'm so proud of Mickey, but, um, so that was like literally like first boy experience there. And then I went on a date with this guy who worked for, um, Marvel and he, it was around the time of the Ant-Man premiere and we went on a date and like, it was fine until he started talking about his ex-girlfriend like a lot and apparently she was an influencer who wanted a sugar daddy and he was like really upset by that and like I get that he was angry I also don't think I was like the right audience for those stories so that was odd um but we'd already like been talking about the Ant-Man premiere and he needed he like had a ticket for someone to go with him and I was like fuck yeah I want to go to the Ant-Man premiere that's like one of my favorite Marvel um movies and I was really excited but then the date like went so weird and like after the day, it went so weird. And it was one of my first like experiences with like going home with somebody. And like, it was, um, it was awkward. And, uh, so I literally was like, I, sorry, I can't make it to the Ant-Man premiere. Like something came up and I skipped the premiere for like my, one of my favorite fucking movies because of how bad the state was. So that was a testament to that. Then there was like, Another time that I met this guy at this thing called School Night. And it's sort of, if you've been to Nashville, it's like the whiskey jam of Nashville. Like it's like a new music showcase. It's a really great place to find new artists. And my, um, my friends and I had gone. My friend Danny, who's in Honey County, was there. 
And this guy starts talking to me. And once again, we're talking about third eye blind, which is really the easiest fucking way to get me to talk to you. And now I've set my standards higher. Like you have to like third eye blind and also not be weird. But that was literally the bar. And so I look at Danny. I'm like, is he cute? And she's like, yeah. And I need my friends to tell me when a man is not hot. I don't know, really. I know when a woman is hot. I know when like, Women are attractive. I don't really know when men are attractive. It took me way too long to figure out that Sam was hot. So she says yes, and I'm like, okay, he must be attractive. So we end up um, Ubering to his place in the hills, and he had roommates, and like we were literally just listening to music and stuff, and he was playing me a bunch of his songs, which would be awkward, except they were really good. Um, and then he was just like, he started talking a lot about his ex-wife, And um, they were very recently broken up and I did not realize what I was walking into. And I was like, what is it with these men making me their fucking therapist about their exes? And I just started to feel awkward. And he was like, when we had gone to his house, he was like, I promise like I'll pay for your Uber back. Like it's really far, but like, I just want you to come and like meet my roommates and we'll like all hang out and like whatever. Um, And I need to stop going to strange men's houses. Thankfully. I have, and I never got murdered, but like, wow, Kaylee, you were not very smart back then. So then, oh, I had to call an Uber and like his phone died or something. So he was like, oh, sorry. So I had to pay like a for $35 Uber home. And I think that maybe he just thought I was going to spend the night. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. And then the next day I'm talking to Danny about it. And she's like, oh my God, he was not cute at all. I'm like, why did you tell me he was cute? And she was like, I was trying to be supportive. And I was like, no. Anyway, so he makes me a playlist, sends it to me. Weird flex after like one night, not even hooking up with him. And uh, he put some of his own songs about on it about his ex-wife, which was really odd. Um, but he did put these songs of his on them that were on it that was they were so good. I still listen to them. Like I completely ghosted this guy, never talked to him ever again. But I listen to his music all the time because it's so good. <laughs> so that was like another one. And then um, there was obviously the guy who LAX is about, which was just like, oh my God. So I had a viral tweet and this meme page, Insta Single reposted it. And it was like, um, I think I said something like, no man is 5'11". You're either six feet tall or you're 5'9", like something like that. And he was like, D- this guy DMs me. And we saw that we had like a couple mutual friends. And he was like, I'm 5'9". Like, is that a problem? Something else that was funny. And I just started talking to him. And then we talked for like three weeks. And then we met in LA. And like, again, we had like a lot of mutual friends. So it wasn't like super weird. But what was weird is that we'd been talking for so long that like I got to this club called Doheny Room to meet up with him and his friends. And like we like made out within like 15 minutes of like, quote unquote, meeting each other. But we've been talking for a while. So I ended up having this thing on and off with him for like eight months and it was just so chaotic and he could never make up his mind. He ended up breaking things off with me because he said that he loved me. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. I did not ask you to do that, sir. If we had just, I cannot, like I've literally been broken up with because they liked me too much. I'm like, well, that's not my fucking fault. That seems to be a you problem. Why do I have to deal with this? And oh, that was really funny. And like, he still hits me up sometimes, but like, I remember he, uh, 
he texted me one time. He was just such a goofball, like so ridiculous and like really funny and I liked it, but like honestly like a little too ridiculous and kind of really immature. And so I, he texted me one time and was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. That just seemed like a good way of getting you to respond. I was like, okay. And he's like, I guess I just miss you. And I'm like, how about you miss me with that shit? And that was one of my best comebacks ever. Um, And then that went on for like way too long. And basically I was talking to him right up until I met Sam. And then I literally like, I was like kind of talking on and off to like three guys, like one in New York, one in Nashville, one in LA. (laughs) Cause I like to keep my, um, my things separate. And I ghosted all of them as soon as I met Sam. And I use ghosted lightly. Like, I don't think they cared too much that I left a text under, like they, they weren't really that into me. It was fine. Um, but one of the things that happened, it was, at Valentine's day of 29. No, it wasn't Valentine. Okay. So no, it would have been January of 2020. Sam and I started dating or like hanging out February 3rd of 2020. So it's our, um, it's our two year anniversary next month or next week, which I'm really excited about or this week. Holy shit. Oh my God. It's like two days. Um, anyways, so right before I met Sam, I went on a date with this guy that I met on this dating app called Raya and he was like a fashion designer and seemed really cool. And we went to a bar, uh, in Hollywood and got margaritas and it was fun. And then he was like, I said that I liked the skull decoration that was in the middle of the table and he was like trying to steal it. And I was like, I don't want to steal this from this really nice restaurant. Like I don't really need it. I could buy my own. You could buy me one. We don't have to take anything. And I think he was trying to be funny and spontaneous, but I was like, okay. Um, we ended up hanging out more and he just like was so handsy. And I was like, absolutely not. Like this is too much. And he literally like grabbed my face and like put his tongue in my mouth. Like, no, just went in, just went in there coming in so hot. And I like probably would have made out with him, but I was just like, Oh my God. Like just no, like working up to the tongue thing, just like coming in tongue first it was terrible. Then he just like, then he, he was just like so touchy and I was like, I need to go. And so I left and hung out with my friends and texted the guy, uh, texted LAX and was like, I miss you or some stupid shit like that. Um, but the funny thing is, so that was like beginning of January, 2020. February 14th, a month and a half later, I never responded to his text about getting dinner the next night, like never, I just didn't respond to this guy. I just cold ghosted after one date, which I think doesn't really count as ghosting. Um, but so he literally texted me on Valentine's day of 2020 after a month and a half of no communication. And he was like, happy Valentine's day with a heart. And I'm like, did you like, I have so many questions about that. Did you like text every girl on your phone that you'd like gone on a date with happy Valentine's day with a heart. Just like kind of see like, was it just me? Which one is worse? It was so bizarre. And I am so glad I met Sam when I did because I was on a terrible track record and I have so many more LA stories, but those are just the ones that come to mind. Um, next week's episode, I will be more prepared. We have a really, really cool thing we're going to be talking about. I mean, it's fucking sad and makes me angry, but, um, you will, it'll be very educational. That's a better word than cool, but Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Kayla Short. This is Too Much to Say. I'll see you next week.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.